Good morning. Chapter 21 of Genesis. It starts off so wonderfully. Then the Lord visited, or the Lord took note of Sarah, as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. What a glorious thing it is, after 25 years of waiting, the promised child that God told Sarah and Abraham they would have, God is bringing forth now. And Isaac, he has not forgotten his promise. God visited, he took note, he remembered Sarah, and he did for Sarah as he had promised. Imagine all those years of her waiting, barren, seeing Rahab have Ishmael, and yet no child for Sarah. And yet in her old age, when their womb and when their age was as good as dead, a hundred years old, they have the child just as God had said. We can trust God. You know, it's got me thinking, though, how do we, how do we, what do we learn about this for ourselves? Because God didn't come to me and tell me that I would have a child in my old age, right? And very unlikely that he told you that as well. So that's not necessarily the promise that God's going to fulfill in your life. But this makes me think of a couple things. One, God promised that the Messiah would come. And think of how long people were waiting, looking for the Messiah to come. And then he came in Jesus after a long, long wait. And, and God's going to do what he's going to do. You know, God's coming again. And just as they waited for Isaac, just as they waited for Jesus to come into this world, Jesus Christ is coming again. And the other thing is that God has promised eternal life to those who believe. And and we're waiting, right? We're waiting on that promise, either whether you know you believe it's going to be when you die, if that happens first, or when you're raptured, if that happens first, or if you don't believe in that, at the second coming of Christ. But either way, God has promised those who believe in him eternal life. And we can trust in the promise of God. He comes through. And, and sometimes... He makes us wait, and it ends up being even more beautiful than when God comes through. But we can trust him because he's followed through on his promises. Hallelujah. Verse 2, So Sarah conceived and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the appointed time. Isn't that amazing? Just like when the two men, angels, came and said, By this time, you know, you'll have a child. And at the appointed time it came, of which God had spoken to him, Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. Then Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. It is interesting how Abraham just follows the rules. He follows what God desired of him to do. You know, And may we, knowing that God's going to fulfill his promises in our life, in his return, in our eternal life to come, May we be faithful like Abraham to follow him until those promises come true. Now, Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born, 25 years later after the promise. Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. And, you know, I love this. I remember when, when Abram and Sarah laughed about the promise and maybe there was in there an excitement, a little bit of doubt. 
but really, you know, Isaac's name, which means laughter, um, everyone's going to laugh with me with joy now, you know, that I've had this child. Unbelievable. Sarah had this child. Can you believe how God came through? Just amazing. And she said, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. And all oh, the, just the magnificence, all oh, the, the joy on Sarah. Can you imagine the excitement of Sarah to have this child? The child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. And why not celebrate, right, the promise of God? Um, you know, God may not speak to you about a specific promise like that where you know for sure, like they were told they were going to have this child. But yet, I think God, many times in your life, will make you wait and actually have you go through valleys in life. And He wants you to continue to be faithful to Him. And then sometimes it may take a decade or more, and you'll see the promise of God come through. Or maybe not the promise because He specifically promised you, but you'll just see the faithfulness of God. <clears throat> I've had this happen, and there's two ways in my life where I've, I've seen this. You know, one is in the church that I pastor. I started this church in 2009, and it was really small for a long time. And I was like, God, where are you? And like, why is this so hard? And like, I didn't have a vision that I'd have some massive church. I really didn't, nor did I ever predict that. But I didn't think I'd have a church of, say, attendance averaging 30 people for the rest of my life either. And it went on like that for like eight years. And then in 2017-ish, we ended up finding a place that we were able to remodel. We took a year. We, we remodeled this, this small little church family, remodeled this set of buildings into a church. And it's quite a little charming place now. And, you know, we reopened there and, and God, God brought more people and the church has grown. And you know what? I don't have a massive church by any means, but we've got a couple services now and we've got our own building and it's been a blessing. And there are times I can remember singing in our sanctuary and even singing that song, Waymaker, you know, God makes a way. And I just remember just praising God, thinking, gosh, this took a long time and we had to wait on the Lord and trust in the Lord. But it's amazing how God has blessed us as we've waited in faith. So I say to you, dear brother or sister, keep following God. Keep trusting Him. And I believe that God can see you through the valleys. You know, the other thing is, is I bought this really old home in around 2004, uh, maybe three actually. I think we moved in. And, yeah, anyways, around then. might have been 2005. But we bought this really old Victorian home. Our parents said, don't buy it. You know, it's going to take too much work. And actually, they were kind of right, you know, because it ended up being way more expensive than what we thought. And then we lived there for a while. And then the recession of the real estate recession of 2008 hit. And it cost us a lot more to build this house. And now I'm in rebuild this house or restore it. So now I'm in ministry. And I end up having, because it costs more than I thought, larger amount of debt on this home than I wanted. So now I've got a small church and I've got this beautifully restored Victorian, but I've got a mortgage that's bigger than what I should have based on the income I have. And so now I got two things going, right? I got this church I'm waiting to grow and I've got this mortgage that's too big. 
in this beautiful Victorian. And we stayed there and tried selling it for well over a decade. I mean, like 15 years I was in that situation. And it's like, ah, no one seems to want my house. I can't sell it. My church is small. I don't have enough money. You know, we were getting by, but it was challenging. And um, right around the same time that the church happened, actually a couple years later, you know, this Airbnb thing kind of came to be. And we're like, well, let's give that a shot. And, you know, now, what, it's 2023, that home's been an Airbnb for us for like four years. And it's been incredible. And it's done amazingly well. And I just can't even believe it. And sometimes I just have to pinch myself and say, how did this happen? You know, all those years of struggle with the church, all those years of struggle with that Victorian home that no one wanted. And now God has blessed us with a a, a church that's thriving. And we have a, a little side business in this Victorian that was not planned for to do that, but it was kind of a solution, a way out. And sometimes I just marvel at God's faithfulness, but we had to wait a long time on both those things over a decade. So trust God through your valley, be faithful to him. And I, I believe he will see you through. So moving on then, we, it now turns to Hagar. Now Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had borne to Abraham, mocking. Therefore she said to Abraham, drive out this maid and her son, for the son of this maid shall not be an heir with my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly because of his son. But God took care of the situation. But man, here you can see, you know, in, in our humanness, the jealousy problem that can exist. And, you know, for those of you who have been remarried, oh man, the challenges of having a previous wife or children from a previous marriage. Uh, now, this wasn't a previous marriage, but it was, you know, it was similar situation. And how challenging that can be. Uh, and Abraham and Sarah, because of their mistake, and Abraham conceived, you know, helping Hagar to have a baby through him because they were doubting. It, it, it appears that God would bring forth Isaac. But man, it just created a problem really throughout history and created a problem in their lives. And I would just say that, you know, we're supposed to leave our father and mother and cleave to our wife and the two shall become one flesh. And, you know, you have to have a priority be your wife. The wife that you are married to, the husband that you are married to, you don't want to have there be any competition or feelings of competition or where one spouse can't trust the other. You've got to prioritize. You've got to leave not only your, you know, father and mother, but if you're if you've on a second marriage or whatever, you've got to make sure that the priority is given to the husband or wife that you are in because it creates a lot of problems when there's drama there. So um, Abraham really needed to, needed to prioritize Sarah, and he did. Um, but God took care of Hagar, and he took care of Ishmael, and you know, it's interesting. There's a passage in here. Um, it says, Do not be distressed because of the lad your and your maid. Whatever Sarah tells you, listen to her. So 
they really needed to be united, Abraham and Sarah. And, you know, you're supposed to be one flesh with your spouse. We've talked about this earlier. You really need to try to be one. Make decisions that bring oneness to your marriage. For through Isaac your descendants shall be, and of the son of the maid I will make a nation also, because he is your descendant. Isn't that interesting? We've seen this throughout Abraham's life because of the promise that was on God and the blessing that was on Abraham's family. Uh, Ishmael's still going to have a family. Hagar's still going to be taken care of because of the blessing that is upon Abraham. Isn't it interesting, though, that because of this mistake in Abraham having this baby through Hagar, uh, he ends up getting married. Hagar ends up setting up Ishmael with an Egyptian. And as this comes to an end, this chapter, it says, God was with the lad and he grew and he lived in the wilderness and became an archer. He lived in the wilderness of Paran and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. And remember, it is said that God would make a nation from him. And sure enough, this area of Paran is Arabia, Arabia. And and Ishmael is believed to be the Arab um, forefather, so to speak. And, you know, the Muslim faith sees at the blessing, they think they've received this blessing on Ishmael and that it actually outranks the blessing on Isaac, which is not true. It's a false teaching within the Muslim faith. But isn't it interesting, that nation, and it's it's always been um, a problem now between them and, and God's people. Um, and it all stems back from them not trusting God earlier on and waiting on this child, Isaac. So may we not make mistakes when we need to wait on God. May we not get ahead and make poor decisions, but rather trust him, trust the Lord, and know that he is faithful because he has. He brought forth Isaac. He brought forth Jesus. And brother and sister, he's going to bring you forth into eternal life. Keep your faith in Jesus.